Ladies and gentlemen, you are not in Kansas anymore. You are on Pandora. You should see your faces. We have an indigenous population called the Nabi. They are very hard to kill. This is why we're here. Because this little gray rock sells for 20 million a kilo. Their village happens to be resting on the richest deposit and they need to relocate. Those savages are threatening our whole operation. We're on the brink of war and you're supposed to be finding a diplomatic solution. The concept is to drive these remotely controlled bodies called avatars. They're grown from human DNA mixed with DNA of the natives. Marine in an avatar body. That's a potent mix. You get me what I need, I'll see to it. You get your legs, babe. Your real legs. Hell yeah, sir. Looks like you. This is your avatar. Just relax and let your mind go blank. It shouldn't be hard for you. And welcome back to another Shock and Awe Quickie Review. As always, I'm Lindsay Wilkins. And today we are going to be looking at the biggest movie ever made. Uh, a movie that probably doesn't need a review, uh, but James Cameron is making a point of constantly releasing it so it, this movie stays at number one. And also to remind everyone, The Way of Water is coming in December. Of course, that is Avatar. Newly minted in 3D and 4K shininess. As much as Avatar is really pretty, Cameron, where's my Blu-rays for True Lies and uh, for The Abyss? I know you want to stay in Pandora forever. That is understandable. But I also need my Blu-ray of True Lies. Mr. Tasker's office. Hi, it's Helen. Is he in? How is he in a sales meeting, Mrs. Tasker? It's not like he's saving the world or anything. Well, see, this is the problem with terrorists. <laughs> They're really inconsiderate when it comes to people's schedules. Can you press the button for the top floor, please? Hi, Helen. Harry forgot something back at the office. Whenever I can't sleep, I just ask him to tell me about his day. Six seconds and I'm out. Maybe it's just that you're not in touch with your feminine side. But instead of Arnold Schwarzenegger coercing and emotionally manipulating Jamie Lee Curtis, we are, of course, also heading back to Pandora, which is showing in movies everywhere at the moment. Definitely cannot watch this on Disney Plus. They have taken it off. So if you love this movie and want to go back to Pandora, it is showing in theaters, and you can see it in its full reshined and this movie was already pretty shiny, gloriousness. Yeah, Avatar is still a good movie, everyone. I'm probably, everyone knows this, though. I still know that there's an argument that Avatar is overrated and never left a cultural footprint. And yet, when it was released against Endgame, because James Cameron looked at this movie and went, fuck that, um, it still made money. This is a beloved movie, and when I think people sort of say that The Way of Water is going to bomb, or it's, what's the point of doing this, it's going to make a fuck ton of money. James Cameron always does. I still remember back in the day when Titanic was about to come out, and there was all the stories of what a disaster the production was. This went over budget. This was the most exp expensive movie ever made, as in, yeah, it was like $200 million or $100 million at the time. Chump change now, but... 
back in 96, this was huge, that it was there was no conceivable way this movie could bake back its box office. Biggest movie of all time in 1997. Won all the Oscars. It was, and he keeps continually doing that. So, yeah, Way of Water is mostly as a chance that it could out actually beat Avatar or at least become second to it. Because uh, James Cameron, you know, is going to release Avatar again. Um, or just keep releasing that in Way of Water until he dies or finishes the series, whichever comes first. Though in saying all of that, yes, I know Avatar is great. I am personally still not convinced about the 3D. Yes, and this really comes from a personal bias. I just don't like 3D. Uh, with my short-sighted, uh, astigmatized eyes, I think that is how you say it, 3D hurts. It really does. And Avatar is a long-ass movie, and by the end it felt like my eyes wanted to crawl out of my skull. Uh, that is a thing I've had with every single 3D movie. I either get a headache or my eyes, I need drops for my eyes. It's just a, some people can't handle 3D. And yes, I know Cameron keeps insisting it's the future of 3D, but the Avatar on its own is already as textured and beautiful as interesting to watch. I still get that watching it on, I still get that experience watching it on a um, regular screen as I do with the depth that you get from 3D from watching it watching it on a 3D screen. And even saying that, I don't think it's really effective until you get to Home Tree uh, with the Navi. Uh, before then, there's even it kind of reminds you how much CG is being used, especially when you're in the laboratory with, I can't remember the company's name, but with uh, Stephen Lang and uh, with Rabisi. <laughs> um, it is, yes, yeah, so you can kind of, the depth kind of just makes you believe the artificiality. And then obviously when you're in home tree there, it feels much more immersive. Yes. My eyes are screaming, please stop, please stop, please stop. Now. Can I have a break? And then, though I was saying that the way of water trailer looks amazing in 3d. I'm just a little nervous. Cause I know this movie is probably going to be over three hours that my eyes are literally just going to quit and go home. I'm a little worried about that, but we will get there when we get there. With Avatar itself, this was a movie that actually I took a long time to embrace. I didn't see it originally in theaters, mainly because I was protesting the fact that everything, well, that it was 3D, and I did not realize the fact that for the next three years they would try to make everything in 3D. I think with a lot of Cameron movies, like any director that you love, there are certain foibles that you have to realize with the James Cameron movie you're going to get, and whether you accept them or you don't, and whether the stuff you love about a director overweighs the stuff you don't like about the director. James Cameron is kind of the perfect example of this. Yes, his dialogue has never been his strength. Uh, it's very broad. It is, though I've come to kind of see this as James Cameron's dialogue is more of a function for what you're seeing visually. It's kind of like a Hitchcock trick. He always said that he wanted all the audience. He could get the audience, 80% of the audience there visually, but he didn't want to lose that 20%. Uh, I think I heard this now possibly on blank. I want to say blank check, but I don't think that's correct either. Um, but if you watch the first opening um, shot of Rear Window, when you're going through uh, James Stewart's apartment, you are seeing that he's in a cast, that he's in a wheelchair. Also, you're seeing a series of photos, yes, that he is a uh, photojournalist, that he goes to a lot of dangerous places, that I think there's even a photo of the event where he was injured, which is at like, a, I think it was a racetrack or something. 
And then you hear James Stewart on the phone with his publisher saying that exact information. This is kind of seeing what I think uh, James Cameron does in a lot of his movies. Uh, you can point to uh, the Titanic. The first half of that movie is just literally showing you the geography of the boat. So when the uh, boat hits the iceberg, there is no more need for ex exposition except for, of course, Billy Zane going, the jewel is in the coat. She has the coat. But it's Billy Zane being so moustache, twisty villainous that you kind of love it. Again, we have another example of Stephen Lang in this movie. Or in uh, Terminator 2, T2, there's this amazing scene. Uh, been a few years since I've watched, the, uh, watched this, so just try and bear with me. Sarah Connor's being interviewed in the hospital. She's going through all the things about how the nuclear uh, uh, apocalypse is coming. And the camera tracks kind of backwards through the interview room into the viewing room and then sort of out into the corridor. And that is the exact route that the T-1000 is going to come in and fuck some shit up. He is... Cameron is just a master of geography when it comes to movies. That's how I think he tells his stories. I think his dialogue is just kind of an overlay to that. So, yes, my least favorite part in any James Cameron movie is when you have a monologue of Sarah Connor talking about, in T2, and talking about her son, uh, John, how he sees the Terminator as a father surrogate. When you are watching them being father and son surrogates, it's, and it feels, uh, and yes, Pandora has a multitude of this. There's a kind of a lot you just have to accept with Avatar if you're going to love this movie, that it is just not as important stuff as the whole grand scheme of things. Such as, yeah, James Cameron is a master of geography. The way he's able to track the uh, corporate lab that is hunting the Onotanium. And she found out that might have been a real thing, but still sounds seriously dumb in the movie, especially when Giovanni Rabisi has to say it over has to say it. It's like no one can make that line good, even when you're at a <laughs> afterward. But he kind of the way that the mechanics of um the helicopters work and the fact that he's already setting up all these pieces that will come into play, so you do not have to worry about it when you get to the final battle. Or the way that actually the technology between the humans and the Navi actually are really similar, especially when it comes to the avatar technology of you know, implanting a human into an actual Navi. Um, that it is very similar when you see uh, how Sam Worthington's Jake Sully is transported into his avatar and then you see how the Navi bond with their animals. It's a very similar kind of thing. And of course, you've got the spirit tree with all the swapping of the, the final shot essentially of, of uh, what they tried to do to Grace, Sigourney Weaver, and then what they eventually do at the end to um, Jake Sully. It's actually really similar. And you can tell who the bad guys are because they have no value for this. It's not an obtainium and not a rock and not a instant I can make money out of, off, off of this. Though if Rabisi had thought for two seconds that trees are brains, you realize how much money could be, could be made off this. But He's very short-sighted, and his sidekick, Stephen Lang, is a hideous, racist, um, xenophobic colonialist who is gets... Well, this is one thing you have to accept about Avatar, actually. Stephen Lang hates the Na'vi so much and gives him superpowers that he is able to lift things he shouldn't be, uh, to um, stay in the atmosphere longer with anyone else without a mask because he is that intense and that much of a badass. I, that is hatred that is just fueling it. It's just like, okay, 
I accept that because I'm enjoying Stephen Lang's performance and I'm enjoying kind of the action and tension that it is creating regardless of the fact that I'm going, how, how? Because James Cameron is that detail-operated. I mean, you can see every single little nut and bolt how it works in a helicopter and how the Navi works and all that kind of thing and, and the different trees and things and how Princess Mononoke it all is. I mean, I love when they step on the moss and everything else. So, yeah, that kind of gets overwhelmed or the fact that Jake Scully can just leap on um, that big bass pterodactyl. I did write this down, and now I cannot find it. Anyway, is it uh, the great Lena Petrius? I butchered that. It's that big freaking yellow and gold um, pterodactyl that only six of the Navi of this particular tribe have ever written. He just goes and does it. Um, it's kind of the question of, so what does Nateri actually see in Jake Scully? I, I don't exactly know why, but I really love the Terry and Zoe Saldana's performance, so I'm just going to let it slide. Okay, um, again, uh, I'm always amazed at this man, James Cameron, who gives off such big dick energy, yet I am a terrible fuck energy, can always create these movies where these women are the hearts of this movie. And yes, Zoe Saldana as Nateri is absolutely that. For the moment she comes on screen, I think this movie comes alive for me. That is when I start loving this movie. I think the whole thing of introducing the lab and Stephen Lang, they'll eat your eyes for jujubes and on Atanium, it's, it's such a, it's a little clunky at the beginning, but as soon as Jake Scully kind of runs into the forest because he's being chased by this amazing creature, and then you just see the Terry kind of flat on the um, on the tree and she's about to, and just the way she moves and she's so, she's the slinkiest cat-like of them all, of all the Navi. And it is, it is really incredible to, to, to watch. And I've only seen, this is the third time since I've watched it. So I didn't realize there was actually a new scene. Well, actually scene is actually a uh, two-board term. There's a moment in there right at the end that's now linking it to the way of water. So we actually know that, this will not end. Uh, thank you, uh, Ravisi, again. <laughs> uh, it is, but this is a complete world of a movie. I can see why people get so obsessed with Pandora. It has a massive, as I mentioned before, I think in my ramble, uh, massive Princess Mononoke vibes. The forest looks incredibly similar, and but if you go to riff on a movie, you might as well do Princess Mar um, Monokone. It is a delight. To, to watch, as I said, the uh, when they're stepping over the moss and it lights up, it's these little details that Cameron is so good at. So at the end of the day, I don't actually care that I think Jake Sully is a bit of a loser character or that why does Stephen Lang suddenly have superpowers? Is it fueled by his hate? Some of the dialogue, it, it all goes away because at the end of the day, you have these alien blue cat, slinky cat creatures flying around on pterodactyls, taking down helicopter, futuristic helicopters. I think I got that from Travis, I'm beginning your name, Twitter, but that's what, kind of what you said. You don't know why this movie is a, a – he's on celluloid whiskey on Twitter. Um, and he said he doesn't know why this movie uh, gets the rap for being bad because I don't think it is. I think you can have um, issues with Cameron's work, how he, how he kind of constructs things and – whether he's more interested in the visual to the actual kind of explanation, which I fully believe he is. 
um, just because every movie does that. I mean, yes, you can talk about how True Lies is problematic because it is. I mean, I'm not even getting into the terrorists, let alone the relationship between Jamie Lee Curtis and Alice Schwarzenegger. But that movie fucking flows. It is gorgeous. This James Cameron can just not do a set piece. He has to do the most epic set piece. I mean, the destruction of Home Tree is so similar to the Titanic second half of Titanic when you're just watching this acid destruction and people just running and you've gotten to know the Navi and not individually except for Nateri, her father and her mother, uh, CJ Pounder and I don't have um, it plays the, the, the mother um, you've gotten to know them but you've gotten to know how this community works and how it how it's linked to then it's nature because trees are brains. <laughs> I do love that concept. Um, it's so internally linked that when they destroy home tree, it is not just destroying their home, it's destroying a part of them. And Nateri's grief at losing her father and her home, realizing that she may not, that she shouldn't have trusted Jake, who answer to this is I'm more. Navi than your Navi, which again, you just have to, sometimes you just have to ex, 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 accept the faults because the other things you love are so much greater. Um, her grief is so palatable, and you love her. You feel every single moment. And she, again, I have said this before, I'm repeating myself, so I should wrap this up. She is the heart of this movie. Uh, if you don't connect with uh, Zoe Saldana's Nateri, then you're not going to connect with this movie. But if you do, if you connect with her and you connect with this world, then it does feel like coming home. Just uh, like when I watched Jurassic Park, because I watched that as an 11-year-old looking up at the screen and went, holy shit, Steven Spielberg created, brought back dinosaurs. This is looking up at a screen and going, holy shit, James Cameron created a whole new planet and a whole new civilization with their rules, language, everything like that, and that is a massive achievement. And I think Cameron is definitely in that Spielberg kind of uh, uh, area where we just take him for granted because he's always going to be a high, consistent level filmmaker. And we've all been through that phase of thinking Cameron is, we're too cool for Cameron and Spielberg. We've all been there. We've all been in that early 20s and suddenly we're going to go for Lynch and Von Schreer, speaking to me personally, and Hanukkah. The movie not. Actually, the last two directors that traumatized me. <laughs> but that's another story. But we've all kind of gone for those art house directors and think we're too cool for the the big big guns. And when we get older, you go back and you realize, hang on a minute, these guys keep making the biggest movies of all time because they're that good. And I think Avatar is a movie that rules. And if you if you eyes can handle going to see 3D. Definitely go see it in theaters. I think it's up for two weeks and just get yourself pumped for The Way of Water because I am now freshly excited for Way of Water, even though I'm going to have to make a decision if I'm seeing it in 3D. But that is all for this quickie review. Uh, yes, I, I, yes, I realize probably Avatar does not need my personal block. It's doing fine. I've been kind of thinking about it for the last few days and I wanted to talk about it. So I will be back next time with a, another quickie review. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.